afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Ongaki to You, the podcast where three friends come together and talk about this week in the Japanese music industry. I'm your host for this week, Gray. With me, we have Luna. Hello, everyone. Yep. As we stated last week, this is a kinless week. This this is going into the kinless month. August will be kin-free. The endless kinless. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Pretty much. But he's in Japan. We just got off the phone with him. He's enjoying himself. So I know he's going to be listening to this. Hope you're having fun, bud. Have lots of fun and see lots of cool stuff. Yes. Yes. And, you know, if you you find find a girl that, you know, needs an American lover, just, you know, give him my number. (laughs) That's all I ask. That's all I ask. But yeah. Yeah. How are you doing this week, Luna? It's been good. Been very busy. How about you, Gray? Also good, but the opposite of busy. <laughs> the new Fire Emblem game came out last week, but I didn't have the money for it till this week. So I picked it up Tuesday and that game has completely taken over my life. Like in two days, I've put in 15 hours into that game and I'm not even out of the first chapter or the first oh, wow. segment of the game. It's like, yeah, like I'm still in part one of the game. So, like, I was wanting to do, like, a full chapter before we started recording today, and I spent two hours running around the monastery, going through dialogue, talking to people. I I queued up a battle before I left to start working on the show, and I will, I as soon as we're done, I will probably go back to doing that. Like, not gonna lie. Like, it's a good game. It's a good game. But, yeah. Yeah, it's been a good week. What have you been listening to? A lot of various music for a while i was on my kodokumi streak and that ended on saturday as i was very kind of i was a little bit depressed or sad so i went back to ballads but i went to jongri and i went to her old stuff with sony and i forgot how much i loved her voice and i really went for the song unchanging love kimiga iraba But then I started listening to her first album, Close to Fantasy. Then I went on to her second album, Love Forever. Then her best album, because I love the song Maybe Someday. So I was on that streak for a while. And then I jumped to Hiromi, and I started listening to her stuff from her first mini album, True Colors, till her newest one, Phenomenon. And I went down that rabbit hole, you know, of all the, just kind of picking certain singers that I hadn't listened to in a little while and I just really needed a good ballad and they both have amazing ballads and then to get my spirits up I listened to some Chan Mina again because her songs always get me you know hyped up oh, yeah are, are you one of those people where you like to listen to music that matches like your mood because there, there's a lot of people like that like if they're feeling depressed they don't want to hear an upbeat song or if they're yep. they're mad or what see I'm the opposite like all I need is upbeat music <laughs> And I'm, if I'm good. Like, in a mood, I have certain things I listen to. Like, if I am really freaking depressed, I listen to Onitsuka Chihiro, and her songs are just so powerful and they're very mellow. And also, if I need something to just relax to, I'll listen to Kokia. So, I really do it by mood. And and also, I like to go by singers. I'm like, I haven't listened to this person in a while. I, I want to l- re listen to him again. So, pulling out a lot of oldies. If I start feeling depressed, I'll listen to something like Don't Worry, Be Happy by Little Glee Monster. <laughs> it's like full, like hyperactive, upbeat pop. Because for me, for me, and I think I'm, I've gone over this before, but it, it's for I like the energy that music gives you. And I, don't get me wrong. I love ballads. I, I enjoy a ballad. But if I'm feeling down, depressed, in a mood, I want 
upbeat stuff because I want that stuff to pull me out of that negative emotion that I'm feeling. And then if I'm feeling up, well, I still want to listen to the upbeat stuff because I want to sit down. I want to have fun and, and, and you know, dance mm-hmm. around and, and sing. So I really lean heavy into like the high energy pop stuff. The higher energy stuff. Yeah. But I do like a ballad. I Like ballads are amazing. So, yeah, you know, it's it just... My, uh... That was my mood for a little bit, but then when I got into John Gray's other music, because she has some great upbeat songs because of her piano work is amazing. So, you know, and it was a good mixture listening to her first album again, and it's been a couple years, I feel like, since I listened to that album as a whole. It was great to go back to such a great listen and it got me to go through the rest of her songs I had and I went back and I started listening to some Jasmine because I really wanted to listen to some of her upbeat songs like Weekend High that song really got me up and dancing so it's been a variety this week big time what about you Gray what have you been listening to not a whole lot of nothing I have mostly been listening to this week's music corner and what will probably be next week music next week's music corner and that's that's been the bulk of it because I, I'm in this interjectory period with my job where well it's taking time to build up and stuff like there's just days where you know I'm just kind of here at the house I don't have a whole lot to do so if I'm not out and about it's hard for me to find time to listen to music I'm one of those people where I don't want to stare at a wall and listen to music and like I got to be doing something so I I do have a hard time finding time to, to to jam but I do what I can I will say I did get a chance to check out I mean I've been listening to it for a month now but Brave Up has officially dropped. Hooray. I got the notification on my phone earlier today. So that that's what's been playing on my song this, this afternoon. I've not listened to anything else other than Brave Up, Like That, and I don't even remember the third song. Oh, well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Super excited for LOL. Fingers crossed we're talking about them next week. Fingers and toes crossed we're talking about them next week. The, the first two days, I like what I'm seeing. I mean, they're not number one or two, but they're in the top ten. So I'll take what I can get, so... Fingers crossed they, they can keep it in there because I, I love talking about LOL. So hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll make it through. It was another album I was, or a single I was really looking forward to releasing this week. And he's, he didn't even make the top 50. So that breaks my heart just a lot, but that's okay. That's okay. Rudolph will have his day. I, I'm, I'm hyped, but yeah. Yeah. Other than that, not none too much going on. So with all that being said, we're going to go ahead and head right on over to our new releases. We've got some things to talk about. It's been a mildly busy week, almost a busier week, but we had to make some adjustments backstage. So yeah, we're going to start this off with a Morning Musume announcement. They will be releasing a live recording of their concert from their Best Wishes tour. This is coming out on June 5th and you can pre-order it on the site and there's also a little promotional edit of them doing the blues of life which i remember not liking that song but if you're a morning musume fan or if you've never heard of morning musume you can check it out on the site all right and on for our next piece of release news eddie yamazaki is going to be dropping a new single titled cherry on september 11th so she is starting out with a new record label called cherry and you can check out the song the new song that she'll be dropping on the site as well as a little bit more information on that and as soon as links are available we will be putting that up and on to our next piece of release news 
everyone's favorite USA group, Da Pump, will be dropping a new single on August 7th entitled Party. You can check out their music video on our site, as well as the pre-order links for all four editions of their new single. And it's a lot of fun, so I highly recommend you check out that video. Not as good as USA, but it's still pretty dang good. I, I do want to see it. I have, no, I literally have not had a chance to check this out, and I honestly keep forgetting it's here. You'll enjoy it. I think you will. Uh, yeah. I, I loved USA. I didn't care much for their, their one that they released back in, was it February, March? The Sakura one? Like, that song was okay. I wasn't crazy about it, but I, I'm eager to... To see, I will say in like in the thumbnail of the music video, that looks like they're they're having a blast. Like there's a smile in every one of these dudes' oh, faces, yeah. <laughs> which is what I like to see. So moving on up to a, a band I have never heard of, but they are a punk rock band. They are called the Crow Magnons, and apparently they've been around a while because they are releasing their 13th album. It's going to come out on October 9th. If you've never heard of these guys like me, you can check out their song Ikiru on the site, which was actually really good. It was really, really good. So I'll probably have to check these dudes out. They're under Sony, so we'll see how that fruitful that can be. But yeah, it's going to be released in two editions. The information for that's on the site along with pre-order links. So go ahead and check that out. Moving on to Hiro Shimono. He is a voice actor slash singer. And I thought that he was like one of those people where he was a voice actor and transitioned over to singing. No, he's one of these voice actors and singers. He's, st he's still doing both. But he's got his fourth single coming out, so he's still relatively new. It's going to be called Soul Flag. It's going to come out on October 23rd. And it looks like there's only going to be one. Oh, no, it's going to be three versions. Uh, type A, B, and limited edition. So, yeah. And you can check all that out on the site along with pre-order links. And, yeah, you can check out his video for Running High. All right. In our next piece of news, Naz or Nas is going to be debuting with her EP entitled Juicy and that has a Q in it. You can check out her music video for her song Clear Skies which showcases her amazing English vocal skills and her absolutely glorious voice. I think you'll really enjoy her and you can check out some pre-order links and more information on our site. Yeah Ken seems to be really taken away by her. I've, I've heard him express how good she is. Her so. voice is amazing. I'm I I think I'm actually going to pick up that debut EP for her. It's really, really good. I've been I meaning to, it's, an, it's another one of those things where it's like, I've been meaning to check out and just have not had the chance. So I should, I, I actually have no excuse, but <laughs> I haven't checked it out. Moving on to Asaka, who's an up and coming vocalist. She will be dropping her very first album on October 7th. The album will be titled Heart Touch. And yeah, it's coming in a standard and limited edition. Sorry about that. And uh, yeah, you can check out the little preview for it. it I rem remember this being very, very interesting. So yeah, check that out. Our next piece of news, Blue End Count has announced that they will be dropping a new single entitled Bad Paradox on September 11th. It will come in two editions, which you can check out on our site along with the pre-order links. You can also check out a short music video for that as well and get an idea uh, on their Bad Paradox. Yeah, I've been meaning to check this out because I do like Blue End Count. Okay, <laughs> I know you're a fan of them, so I bet you're yeah. excited for this. Yeah, well, you know, just to, to peel the, the curtain back just a little bit. Like, I've, I've been on the boat for a while about doing a, a Blue End Count music corner, and that may or may not happen. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll wait and see, but I do like them. I, I, I like them a lot. My, my issue is 
who they're being published by, but that's not, this is not the time for that. But yeah, I, I am eager. I'm looking forward to it. I, I like these guys. They, they kind of remind me of like the Japanese version of Fallout Boy, sort of, and that, that, that style. So yeah, yeah, the, the, they're a really good band. Really like them. And I, I, I haven't checked this out either, but I need to. There's a lot I need to do. I've got homework after this show. I understand that one too. Hopefully it'll be better than last week's homework. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into it. Next piece of news is five-member group ABCZ will be having a brand new album entitled Going With Zephyr out on August 7th. This will be the latest album since their last one in May of last year. You can check out more information on the site as it'll come in two, two different editions that you can pre-order on there. You can also check out a music video for their latest song as well, Crush On You. There- there's actually a swath of music videos. There's three of them on here. Crush on you. Going with Zephyr. And going with Zephyr. So it actually has some previews of the album on here. Which is pretty cool. So it includes their music video for Crush on You. Along with previews it looks like of each song. So it's a yeah. good way for you guys to get a feel of this group. And definitely check them out. I've never heard of these guys. But they sound interesting. It looks like they've been around for quite a while. So if you haven't heard of them. Now is a great time. Speaking of people who've been around quite a while. Katsuhisa Hitari has announced he's actually going to be Hattori when I say Hattori I don't even know yeah Hattori he has announced that he's going to be releasing his 30th album 22nd album sorry but he is a music legend he's actually been in the music business for 60 years and yeah he's yeah, yeah, he started in the music business industry 60 years ago. He is 82 years old, so he of the people that we've reported on, he's the oldest. And yeah, his new album will be titled Ongaku Batake. 22 the final with a question mark and yeah it's going to be cd only and you can pre-order the album on the site i wasn't able to find any music videos or anything like that but if you are familiar with the banner of the stars anime or the fist of the north star anime he did the he did the uh orchestral work on all that i'm very familiar with banner of the stars so very it's one of it's one of those anime i've been i've been kind of kicking myself because everybody and their brother tells me i'd love it and i just i have not had a chance to see it yeah it's very underrated let's just put it well one one of my close friends in charlotte that's his favorite anime of all time so yep interesting and the next piece of news is vocalist Asako has announced she will be releasing her latest single First Flight which will come out on August 7th this will be the latest physical release from her since her album Fermenta back in February this will come in two editions a CD and a DVD edition you can pre-order both those on our site you can also find more information on what is included in the single along with checking out a video for Fermenta on here with the, the laibu from Shibuya O East. Looks very interesting and it's so cool that they actually show a live on there. And the next piece of news is uh, one of our favorite popular vocalists, Imer, has dropped a sneak peek for her, her newest music video that will be released for mu- music video Torches, which will, if I'm correct, is used for the anime Vinland Saga. It will be the ending theme. This will be coming out on August 14th and this preview also includes some snippets of the other songs on that single as well. It will come in a CD only, a CD plus DVD uh, limited pressing, and a CD plus DVD limited edition. You can check out all the pre-order links on the site along with the music video for Torches Yeah, as for me, well. I'm, she, she can be hit, hit and miss, but I think more 
I, I tend to like her music more than dislike it. I know her last major single that came out, I did not like, or the one that had the music video. The other two songs were amazing, but the one that had the music video, I did not care for. So I am interested to check this out. Also, Vinland Saga sounds pretty cool. I have not had a chance to check that out, but it's already premiered. So if you do want to get an idea for what the song, oh, the music video is right there. You can watch the music video or you can watch the anime. You can just watch the ending. All right. So the group Cubers did very well with their single major boy. They are a five member male idol group. They are going to be giving us a new single entitled Mosu Romance, Mosu Romance, which will come out on October 9th. This single will have three tracks. It'll be available in two editions, which you can pre-order on our site. You can also check out the music video for their debut single, Major Boy, if you have not seen that yet as well. Highly recommend checking out Cubers. They're very awesome. Look forward to this new single from them. All right. And the next one is... Bish it has a very interesting way of dropping their newest music video for their new track Bish Doyara Zombie no Odemashi which came out on our official website this will be the lead track for their upcoming album Brand New Idol Society which comes out on August 14th and you can check out more regarding the campaign they did for their music video which is a very interesting how they involve the fans on there and we also have a track listing of all the songs for the latest album along with cover art which looks pretty pretty awesome looks disturbing and a music video disturbing but awesome if you're a horror fan you'll love it if you're not you might be creepy yeah it, it, I think it's the red eyes that do it for me personally it's the red eyes like I don't mind the the fact that they look like they have no blood in their body or the fact that they're bleeding from the nose I think it's the red eyes I think that's the cherry on the parfait as the saying goes I'm actually excited about this because I've liked some of their stuff lately and you can also check out that music video for that for that song as well yeah they, they creep like I don't I don't know like this they're like I like bish which is a similar thing they're they're they, they have their an offshoot of Biss. I, I tend to like them a little bit more because Biss is very experimental. I, I, I'll put it that way. And I, I don't know. I don't like, I, I, I get like that's how music evolves and how it changes and grows. And I appreciate that, but that does not mean I like it. <laughs> and um, I, for me, Biss is just, I don't know. They're they're a little much for me. So, but either way, this is exciting. I'm, I'm, I know Ken's looking forward to it. So hopefully, you know, it, it does good. I hope so too. All right. Moving on, we have three pieces of news that we're going to, well, three. There are three individual pieces, but two of those are going to be wrapped into one. So it'll only be two news segments that we're going to talk about. But the first one should be relatively short. AKB48 has revealed who's going to be center for their upcoming single, which is kind of a big deal because they didn't have a Simbatsu this year. So this year they actually just chose who was going to be the center. And it is Yahagi Moeka. She is going this is going to be her very very first time being in the center of a song it's actually i think her second time participating in an asi song period so she is relatively new like if you go on stage 48 and look at her history she's only worked on like five songs so she's still relatively young and so it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. The new single will be titled Sustainable, and it's going to come in six editions, three standards and three limited. And pre-order links are available on the site. So yeah, you can check that out. It's pretty interesting. Uh, oh, it's also going to come out on September 18th. And yeah, she's also getting her very first uh, photo book. So wow. yep. 
That's yeah, a lot. she's like they really threw a lot at her. So I don't know. I'd be I'm kind of tempted to get that photo book too, but I don't have the money right now. So we'll we'll wait and see. But yep, going on up to the last news that we will talk about for this week. There's a little expo happening at the end of August called Crunchyroll Expo. And obviously I'm being sarcastic. This thing's huge and Crunchyroll. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting because I remember when Crunchyroll was very small and kind of like this small website and they've grown to this huge monstrous sort of thing that they they're they're able to do this. So this has been going on for a few years now. And I I went and I looked to see if I could find when this started and I, I had no success. So I don't know how long they've been doing Doing it, but I know it's been going on for a few years now. But they will be doing their Country Roll Expo. It's going to be from the 31st to the 1st, and it's going to be over Labor Day weekend. And I guess you guys are like, well, why are they talking about uh, Country Roll Expo? This is a music podcast, not an anime podcast. Well, the reason we're talking about it is because they have two musical acts that are that will be attending. Two musical acts that, by the way, I would love to see. The smaller one, but the one closer to my heart, is Mad Kid, who did the opening for the mega, super popular uh, Rising of the Shield hero. And from what I understand, the like the streaming, like the quote-unquote ratings for that show were insane. It was the number one show that they had in, in, in like the past two seasons for Crunchyroll. Like, they're, like the numbers have just been insane. So that show's super popular and Mad Kid did both openings to it. So they're coming... They are going to be doing a performance. I was unfortunately not able to find exactly when the performance is going to be. So I assume it'll be announced soon exactly when that's going to be. But right now, they didn't know. They didn't have it on their website. So I did my best. But the other group that's going to be there, and we do know when this group's performing, is Flow. They will be there that Friday night at about 8 o'clock. And they will be performing there at the San Jose Convention Center. So, yeah, if you're interested to check out Flow, I would love to go check out Flow. I think they have some amazing songs. And, yeah, that that is also, that's on August 30th. So, yeah, you guys should, if you're in California around San Jose, you guys should definitely be checking that out. I highly, highly recommend going to see Flow. I was lucky enough to see them years ago at Anime Central, and they were amazing. I I cannot say enough how much I love seeing them. Unfortunately, I was not able to make their autograph session or their talk session, but I was lucky enough to make their concert. And if you are anywhere near California or going to Crunchyroll, definitely go see them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I would, I would be very eager to, to to check these guys out. I really wish. I don't know. There's some days I wish I lived in California, and then there's some days I wish I didn't. I'm glad I don't live in California. This is one of the few days where I wish I did live in California because I'd love to go be able to see them. Moving on to this week's music corner, I really wish Ken was here because I know this group is near and dear to his heart, and I do think he could do a much better job of selling them than I can. But fear not, I will do my absolute best. So buckle up, here we go. This week we are covering the four-member rock band called Polka Dot Stingray. They got started back all the way in 2015. They The lead singer is named Shizuku, and she has a fairly unique vocals, and the lead guitarist is named Harushi, and oh, right here. So yeah, so the lead singer is uh, named Shizuku, the lead guitarist is Ejima Harushi. The bassist is Yuki Umemura. I don't know why that stumbled me. And then the drums is Kazuma Mitsuyasu. So yeah, 
they got started back in 2015, like I said, and in their first four years, they only had one EP that was released, which is called Honeniku or Honenuki. Sorry. I'm not doing well with reading Japanese today, but that was back in 2016. Then they signed on to Universal two years ago. So 2017? Well, that math doesn't work. Anyways, they, they've recently signed on to Universal, somewhat recently. And, they, they signed on in 2017, yes. so about okay, two yeah. years ago. Thank you, Luna. You're but welcome. since then, they have dropped too many albums, uh, Daimasu Yoshi and Ichi Daiji. Ichi Daiji? Back in 2017, 2018, and a third, Hyperhorn, which is going to be released later this year. And they've had, they've released the album Zenchi Zen. Zenchi Zeno? Thank you. Zenchi Zeno and Uchi. Cho Ten. So yeah, this is. And they released those albums in 2017 and 2018. Yeah, thank you. It, it's really hard talking about a group that's not yours. It really is. So you, listeners, just bear with me. I'm sorry if I kind of bungled up through that, but yeah, I I will say I'm glad that we are, we're covering this group. They are really really good. I do love her vocals. I think I think Shizuka's uh, Shizuku's vocals are really really well done and they are like a pop rock band but i really really i mean i like pop rock anyway so it's not hard to get me to like a pop rock band but and i would say even though they are pop rock i feel like they have a very unique sound to them which yeah. really brings it out so shizuku's vocals are one of a kind and you really catch that in their music and i think harushi's skills with his guitar compositions also really help with that too along with their lyrics and the themes so i feel like that's kind of what makes them stand out more than other the pop rock groups yeah yeah it, it's, it's it's pretty interesting and they don't have a, a super extensive collection which can be a good thing because sometimes when, like when you talk about a group and you know they've been around for 30 years it's like i don't know like it can get daunting because sometimes like you know you'll find a group that you like and you're like well i want to hear everything but if you know they've been around for 30 years it gets it gets difficult so you might just only listen to like their their earlier their later years or their earlier years or something like that but they're still relatively new they still have a relatively small catalog so you can go check it all out really well done music and i i really really enjoyed this week i had a blast listening to them so check them out and if you want to check out the article and write up you can on the site i i, I think uh ken did an excellent job you can you can check out their official website and twitter on there we also do have their music video their their latest track amida along with pre-order links for their newest ep hyperhorn as well um I will say, and also Ken has some great recommendations for track. Yeah. And he did a good job choosing him rhythmy. Ken actually showed me last year. This was his favorite song of last year. And when I was rewatching it and re-listening to it, it always catches me because the music video is very unique. Shizuku has this beautiful white hair in it, but the song itself is just so beautiful and her vocals are, and lyrics are extremely captivating. And it really grabs you, along with, I think, Hadoshi's guitar picking as well. Just all that mixed in is amazing. And it's interesting because of their sound is you hear something like Rhythmy and then you hear something like Denkoseka, which is completely opposite type of song. And just hearing a group do two different things, you know, on each of the spectrum 
is amazing. Dinkle Seka is really high energy rock sound and it showcases Hadoshi's guitar, like how good he and talented is he is on the guitar. And I actually really loved Dinkle Seka. I was really in the mood for something upbeat today and this did it and this really got me moving and I, I enjoyed that and Rhythmy is great for one of those when I'm in my relaxing mood. I finally got to check out their latest track, which is on our site, Amida. I really, really liked it. And this one, you really hear the growth of their bassist, Yuki. And it really holds more of a standout role on this than normal. So I enjoyed this song greatly. And I, I'm thinking about actually pre-ordering their Hyperhorn, getting their Hyperhorn album. Because this song sold me. And I also really enjoyed Ichi Daiji. I thought the song was really, really good. And I need to pick up more stuff by them and I should have listened to more of them last year when Ken initially put them on my radar and now this is like refreshing on why this group really stands out and how enjoyable they are. This is a group that should have been on my spectrum way 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 before now and it's still someone you can start following they don't have like grace said a super extensive discography so they're easy to get all their albums now and follow them they're still fresh they're still churning out new music and showcasing that they're growing as a group and a band and we cannot wait to hear more what she said (laughs) (laughs) but yeah yeah no no Thank, thank you, Ken, for picking this up. I know you're listening. So thank you for letting us uh, get the opportunity and the privilege to check out these guys. It was really good. I had a lot of blasts. And I, I will say I was listening to one of their albums last night. I can't remember which one it was, but Rhythmy came on and I was playing Final Fantasy fourteen, and I, I I literally stopped what I was doing. <laughs> Which is not, not the best game to do that in because you can't pause or anything like that. I picked up the phone because I wanted to know what song this was. It was one of those that it, it grabs your attention and just kind of holds you there. So yeah, definitely check these guys out. And yeah, moving on to this week's Oricon. It was a interesting week. I'll, I'll put it that way. It was very, very interesting. I It felt very anime-themed. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, it, there, there's an anime-ish thing. I mean, there's like, what, four singles that we're going to talk about that, that have an anime attached to them, so yeah. Yep, maybe, maybe I just felt the overflow a little bit, more so than usual. I will say, I will say number so. one does live up to its title, and that's not a good thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Number one is how I felt all this week. When we get to it, let's just talk about that. We'll talk about when we get there. Let's put it that way. But first, we're going to talk about a Radwimps song. And so, yeah, at number 10, uh, Radwimps, Radwimps, the, don't know why I can't say their names, their song, Grand Escape. So this, I actually really like this song. I thought it started out all musical, and that's why I thought it was going to be, I didn't even think it was going to be any singing whatsoever, and it totally turned out, you know, that the vocalist in there with Radwimps was amazing, and I, I enjoyed it. I'm really curious what movie this is. Yeah, I couldn't find the movie. So, yeah, so, yeah, number 10 was uh, Grand Escape by Radwimps. It features uh, Toko Mi- Miura. I-, I don't know who that is, but, yeah, it's attached to some anime. I couldn't tell, and, yeah, we would click on it and find out more, but there's there's no nothing to click on. 
So we, it, it's hard for us to get more information on this, but it is a tie to to an animated movie because it, it even says movie edit in the, in the little thing. But yeah, this wasn't a very interesting song. It was slow. I, I don't. I was. I don't know what I was expecting, but I, I got what I was not expecting. I'll say that much. It, it was very interesting and beautiful. And if I'm being honest, I I would say this is actually one of the best songs of the week. So yeah, Grand Escape sold a whopping 24,133 copies. So it was a big week if number 10 came in at 24,000. Because it was more digital, it looks like. Yeah. Well, it's digital only. See the DL? That uh, stands for download. Yep. yep. Yeah. The other one's also DL only. So, But moving on up to the next one. It is Onegai Masalu Masulu. Oh, Onegai Masuru Macho Anmu by Macho Anmu. Yeah, by Sakura Hibiki and Gaosu Naru Itaru. I think I said that right. I had a really hard time translating the name of the people that do the song but it is tied to a new anime I, I don't know the name of it but it it's it's something to do with muscles and dumbbells yeah isn't it like how much does this dumbbell weigh or something like that yeah that's what it dumbbell nan kiro moteru how heavy are the dumbbells you lift yeah which I never thought we'd get a weightlifting anime, but here we are, and yeah. But this is the opening for the anime, so... This was the weirdest freaking thing I've ever seen. So, some of those muscular things creep me out a little bit. Okay, I shouldn't say it that way. Sometimes when people have really big muscles, I I don't know what it is, but I don't like seeing like a lot of muscles flex, and you're talking to someone who watches wrestling occasionally, which is funny. Yeah, there's a lot um, of flexing muscles in that sport. This show, my god, like the muscles in here are just so unrealistic because, man, you had muscles like that, you'd probably die. Well, uh, But it's creepy, and you just see these guys these big muscles in his little head and it doesn't fit the animation and you see these girls with dumbbells well so, and it's just the one I, guy right it's, it's not even it's not even like there's i a, think there's well i don't know they showed more in the opening so i'm kind of wondering no i only saw the one dude like they kept showing the dude's abs and his chest but they like it was always just the one guy while well, they had a menagerie of girls in there yeah, it's probably another harem. I, w- I would imagine, harem. but I got the I got the impression that the blonde hair girl is actually the protagonist. Probably. So the song was very interesting. I I honestly like the song. I, I like I like the song a little bit more than I did the show because I it just I don't know. It, it's, it's a nice high energy song, bit. right? Yeah. Yes, and I do like a lot of the high energy anime songs. So I did enjoy the song, but I'm surprised it sold as much as it did. I don't know why. It's just a very odd song and show. Yeah, it, it's Didn't bizarre. expect it to it, it, make number nine. Yeah, it, it is It is very interesting. I, I do recommend checking it out. But it did come in at number nine with a total of 25,761 points. Moving on up to number eight is Halo Fixer by 10 Feet. And this is an interesting song, more so in the fact that there's only a 40-second preview available of the song. So it's, it's hard to recommend it, but I will say in like the... 40 seconds you get it does sound like it's gonna be a good song and if you like their other songs you'll definitely like this i checked out one of their other songs beforehand and it was really really good the, the, that so live one i sent you this 
Yeah. Is that like that was the thing? So so when I was looking this up earlier today, I accidentally sent the the wrong video because you know we have a chat where we we post the the videos so we can watch them so we can talk about them. And I I I didn't read the Japanese right. I grabbed the wrong one. And sometimes that happens. And usually I'll just back out, kind of go on about my business. But I could not stop watching this, this this thing. I was like, this isn't even on the thing. And I went and I looked it up. Like on Apple Music, they have like. All their stuff from 2006 to 2009. They don't have anything recent. So it was really frustrating because I, I really do want to check out more of this group because that was a really good song. That live song was really, really good. It was very, like, it just some drew me about it. Like, I loved, like, I could felt like I really feel like his energy and I... I the guitar yeah. oh my gosh like it was an amazing song and i really want to hear more of this one and i'm hoping eventually that we will get to hear a little bit more later down the line we need to start writing letters to universal because that's who they're under i universal will probably put that on itunes us so i think we will get a chance to hear that but i really did like this 40 second snippet i heard it was very it got me intrigued and looking forward to being able to hear the whole song one day but yeah halo fixer came in with 28,648 points. Moving on to number seven, we have last week's number one, Dore. Miso The fact that Fa's missing, it throws me <laughs> when I'm saying it. it, it like, Every time I see it, I keep Dore Yeah, because you, you hear yeah, it your whole sense. life, and then all of a sudden it's like like there's something missing. It just throws you. But yeah, there's nothing more we can add. I, I think our opinions nope. are pretty much stayed the same so we yep, mine hasn't changed yep it came in with 3798 points 30,000 what did i say 30,000 you said 3,000 it's 30 yeah 30,798 okay i thought you said three maybe i'm just here i could have said three who knows but yes, moving on up to number six, it's another Radwimp song titled I Need Ekiru Koto wa Mara Arukai. Yes, which was, it's really long. I'm going to go ahead and give you guys a warning. It's over seven minutes. It was what, seven, it was a seven minute, 20 second video. So it's a really, really long song. It is, it's but beautiful. it was a beautiful song. I love the song and stick with it for that seven minutes because I, I just, I enjoyed it so much. The music playing with it, the vocals, everything about the song was amazing. I highly, highly recommend yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, this song was really, really good. And it, it's really weird because I feel like I've always been one of those people where after so many minutes, like you just get tired of the song. So, you know, if it's over like five minutes, like I, I, and even sometimes if it's in the five minute mark, like I'll be like halfway through the song. I was like, oh my God, I got two and a half more minutes of this. Like, like I'm enjoying it, but let's, you know, let's not get carried away. But, you know, I was, you know, I put, I put on this song and you know i didn't I, I never felt like i was listening to a seven minute song you know what i'm saying like, it just it, mm-hmm. it just you just forgot about time for a minute and you were able to just enjoy it and it's so so beautiful like i i know radwimps are very popular and i've never really listened to any of their music these are the first two songs i ever heard by them but uh, but didn't you watch kimi no nawa oh yeah they, they did they did the um yeah they did do the uh themes for that didn't they yeah yeah they yep. did yeah which was very good yeah it, it's it's hard to remember some days but yeah if you are a Radwimps fan you should definitely check out this new song and it sold or it accumulated I guess would be a better way to put it 31,280 
83 points. Moving on up, it is the best twice song on the Oricon this week. Happy, happy by twice. That, that's a joke, sort of. I, I pref- there, they, there's another twice song we'll talk about later. I do like this one a little bit more, but the other one is is good too. I will give it that much. But this one came in with 44,737 points. Like The numbers are really high this week. They are, and I, I think we'll get to it in a bit is because of another release. I think this kept it up so people didn't get it the first round. You know, originally they're probably picking it up due to, yeah. you know, something else dropping as well. So, and it is a very good song and i'm glad it's staying on there so moving on up to number four it is idol master million theater wave one flyers by the ken's favorite (laughs) by the seven six five million all-stars so yeah that this is this is a song and i will be 188 percent honest it was a lot better than i was expecting it to be <laughs> same as soon as i saw it i'm like oh idol master what's it gonna be either because there's some idol master songs i really like yeah and it's certain songs where they're not too high pitched or too really cutesy i really like it you know when it has this good flow to it yeah well but i was like it for me when i see idol master to toy costs um this one was good it wasn't bad it i listened to the whole song five minutes of it without complaint and then when it was over I think I re-listened to it on accident yeah it's really interesting and I will say one of the things I think that helps this song is the fact that I think they have every female say you that they could conceivably find doing the song (laughs) like there's a lot of people attached to this thing it looks like they have a good amount of say you in there and they flow very well together yeah. to make it fit with the theme. And it was a very fun song, typical anime song, I will say, yeah. but it was enjoyable. Well, I, I would make the same criticism for number three, but that's just me. But yes, uh, Idol Master's soul or can accumulated a total of 44,873 points. And moving on up to Ken's favorite. I think he's going to go see them in a day or two. No, next week. It's next week. I don't know why I keep thinking it's this weekend. It's next weekend. Rosalia has their brand new single Firebird and I will say I really like this song minus the opening like if you cut out like the first 30 seconds of the song I think it'd be way better sorry Ken that might be your favorite part of the song I don't know but I didn't like the opening I I really really enjoyed Firebird and Roselia is a group that Ken always always talks about and so far each song of them I've heard I've really enjoyed and now I gotta go watch Dang Bing during yeah because I'm really enjoying Rosalia stuff and this is definitely a hit for me. I I really like this. I mean, it is a. I'm trying to even think of how to describe the style of Rosalia in this song. I mean, they're 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 a rock band. It's yeah. yeah. It's like it's like a pop rock, and I enjoy that type of pop rock. I think the girls have really good vocals in it and fit very well with their style of music they do. I don't even know if I'd go as far as to say they're pop rock. I say they're just a rock band, like like just like rock, maybe alternative i don't know maybe you could throw them under pop rock maybe i'm trying to think of how what kind of rock i would call them because yeah i feel like everyone has ideal a different idea of different types of rock so it's really hard to classify so we could just leave it as rock just because they you could classify them as a different different styles of rock depending on how you listen to it there's so many genres of rock it is hard that's why that's why like i just kind of keep it to rock but i will say this was a really really good song and I'm really, I'm so glad they made it. I'm glad they hit the top 10 and actually the top five. Yeah. 
like for me, I really I do like Roselli. I think Ken likes him a little bit more. I'm I'm actually drawn a blank of, of the group I like more. I don't know why. I can't remember them right now. But they're also a quote unquote rock band. So it, it, it just but it's a different style. Oh, yeah, I don't know why I can't remember who they are. I know there's a color in their name, but. It's no biggie. But yeah, Roselia sold or accumulated a total of 46,487 points. And moving on up to... Do you like do you like Poppin' Party better? Afterglow? Afterglow. Afterglow, Afterglow is it. I had a feeling it was one of them because I, rem- I couldn't remember the name, but I knew Poppin' Party was one. And then Afterglow, which I also enjoy them yeah. too. But ah, it's tied for me because I really love Roselia now. Because, so. well... Sorry no, 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 you're that. fine. I'm, thank you for reminding me. The thing, the thing with like Rosalia is like Afterglow and Rosalia, they have two. They're two. They're both rock bands, but they're two radically different styles. And I tend to gravitate more toward that Afterglow style than I do the Rosalia style. But there's nothing wrong with the Rosalia style. It's just not my favorite. I guess would be a way to put it. I do like Rosalia though. But moving on up to number two, I, I think these are. I think we're gonna spend a lot of time here talking about these two songs. So we have "Breakthrough" by Twice, and th- this is not your typical Twice song by any means. It's, it is really, really well done. I know I, I slammed it a little earlier, but this is a really good song. And as far as new songs on here go, I would say it's probably my number two song of the week. And I really, really liked it. It's very different and unique, and it it did really well. It. It over it out, way outdid Happy Happy. So even even Japan was like, oh yeah, no, Breakthrough is way better than Happy Happy. What are you talking about? So yeah, it, it's a very interesting style. I know you really enjoyed it, Luna. Yes, I freaking loved Breakthrough. Oh my god, like I love I loved their style change because Happy Happy is a great song. I like the cutesy pop and their dancing is always amazing. But Breakthrough showed a completely new side of them and they hit it out of the ballpark. I mean, they showed they can not only pull off that cutesy happy style, but they can pull off a sexier style and do it tastefully and very well with their dancing, their vocals. I mean, this song reminds me of a mixture of R&B, but also with an old flavor of Korean, how their dancing is, and how when they do the breakthrough, breakthrough, break, I just reminds me of, oh my gosh, there's a Korean singer that I, I wish if I remembered the song she did, uh, but man, they, they just brought me like a little bit of flashback to like old school K-pop. Yeah. I just cannot say enough how much I enjoyed the song, and I really can't judge between this and Happy Happy because they're such different styles to me, they're- and Twice is showing this completely different side, which I'm so glad that they they're doing this yeah it, it is pretty interesting and i i'm interested to see if they do more of this i think my favorite part of the song is when the, in the middle of the song they do that pseudo rap sort of thing i really wish they would actually come out with a song with actual rapping in it because i'd like to see how they do it i am curious about that as well just because um i mean they do a little bit in yeah here, not really but, like rap rap in my that, that's why i called it a pseudo rap it's not they, they do like yeah. this talking i guess to be a, like a sing talk I, I, yeah. I don't know it's not rap like like that we can agree on but it it's not it's not singing either it's just like this weird pseudo talking thing that they do but it's actually my favorite part of the song because I, I love the way it's done and i wasn't expecting it, it that was like the part of the song that really caught me off guard because they to my knowledge i mean i'm not a twice expert they could have done this in the past but to my knowledge they've never done anything like this so at least not in japan i don't think so in korea as well this is something completely new this is like a complete genre turnaround for them yeah 
And from what I heard, their Korean fans were a little bit jealous because they're doing this in Japan. And that's a big deal. And it went over very well, as I can see. And just the music video itself, their dance moves in there. I just can't say enough about how much I greatly enjoyed this. And this is probably my favorite of the week. I'm just going to say it right now. Just because it really surprised me. I wasn't sure how they'd pull it off but they did it. I'll see. I, th- I think my favorite of the week was the seven minute saga. <laughs> That's what I'm referring to that song as the seven minute saga. Number six. I think that was my favorite. That song was probably my second, yeah, but I, I've already yeah. watched breakthrough. I don't know how many times this week so far. So yeah, I, to me, to it, me, I, I still prefer happy, happy. That style just works for me. I love like that upbeat energy and like, yeah. I just, I woke up two days ago with that song stuck in my head. Like, it's just like this infection, a good infection, an infection I need. So, but yeah, and they had a mega, mega hit for a week. So, Breakthrough accumulated a total of 239,081 points. So, they uh, they would have been number one had they not come out with uh, against number one. Number one was expected. This is a group that usually hits number one, but I will say their numbers this week are pretty low compared to where their last stuff was at. So we'll we'll see how things go. But yeah, number one was Frustration by SKE48. And like I said in the beginning, the song just lives up to its name in every conceivable way. It was very frustrating. Yeah. Uh, it was a, I can't say the word I want to say because it's it has a bad word in it. <laughs> I think it cluster with something else on the back of it. Yeah, it's... <laughs> so I'm just going to say it's a clustered mess in my yeah. opinion. It's very, to me, I like their dance moves in it, but how the song worked with that, it was a hot mess. Oh, the dance, the dancing was it, great. And yes, it was very... I, w- I, w- I want to say um, turned up to 11 as far as like not the innocent style dancing this group is typically known for. <laughs> They did more of a, how about this? They did more of like a hip hop type oh, yeah. thing, like a hip hop style. So you can tell they took a very Western turn in their dance moves, well, which is something that idols don't usually do. It's very unforeseen Now, doing what they did. I think it is important to point out this was filmed in LA. So there is a little bit of that influence. And there are two guest vocalists who are male rappers who have a part in the song. And I was telling Ken, they are by far not that i have anything against these guys so i don't don't i don't want this criticism to be taken like i hate these guys for any reason but for me personally i felt like they one they need to remove these guys because they don't need to be there and the rap portions they should have given to some of the the girls in the group because i'm really big on this idea of like self-containing your sort of thing like i love brave up by lol which hopefully we'll talk about next week i love the dj ku thing in there but when you're performing this live there's no dj ku he's not going to be with them on their tours so I'm Yeah, but the, a lot of them, when they do collaborations like that, I do see your point, but they're just going to put them over the loudspeaker because yeah. uh, I think they did that to do something different and draw some flavor in, But you know, because normally, you know, and some of them might just have the guests do the rap part because if, you know, some singers do, like Kodokumi's done that before yeah. in some of her shows or she'll just have it over the speaker. Well, yeah, but, but I still think this song would have been... Because I'm going to be honest, I, I didn't like this song, but there's only a few things I change about the song and I would love it. And one of those is the, the male rappers, because I feel like had it been the girls, it would have been more interesting because I want to, I, 
I think I've told Ken this a year ago. I want to see I want to see them do a rap song or a song at least in the style of Ken to LOL where it's mostly pop and then there's a rap break in the middle that really gives it its own identity and its own flavor. And it'll like rapping is a very difficult skill. So it'll be interesting to see if they have that skill. And there's been a lot of songs where they kind of flirt with it a little bit. And I'm I'm tired of the flirtation. Like there was an AKB song where they do that kind of wordy stuff that they didn't break through. And I'm like, no, just rap. Then you have like these uh, guest rappers come in that do rap. And I'm like, no, I, I don't want this. Stop flirting with this concept and give me what I want. L- have one of the girls, I don't care who it is, it could be the center, break down in the middle of the song, do a rap solo. It doesn't have to be long. It can only be three, four lines. But they keep flirting with this concept and it's driving me crazy because instead of giving, like taking like the next step and following to its natural conclusion where you actually have that within the group itself, they keep going this skirt around and I, I don't know why. Just do it already. Like just do the rap. It, it would not be out of place. You're in LA and we know it's popular. Like it's popular in the West. It's I, growing in popularity. The thing is, is I don't think that's probably why. I mean, I could see them trying out the rap, but it's just not working. I The thing is with rap, like it is a skill, like you said, and some of these girls might not be able to pull that off because very, very few people could pull it off even if they try. I think you kind of just got to get that flow down. Yeah. So I do think that's part of it, but I honestly don't think that the song would be any better if the girls rapped instead. Even if they had that beginning part, I just don't think it'd work. Uh, see, I disagree. I, I That's how I see it, and I just don't see how any of these girls well, could rap because yeah. listening to the song, it's like how they spoke really fast into the lyrics and they were trying to do this hip-hop theme, not work with their vocals or their voices. Well, But I don't know if any of them even have that skill, so they might have to hire someone specifically for that. Uh, well, I mean, they did. And there, there was two guys in, the, in that music video hired specifically for that. But I, I don't know. Like I I think one with Akimoto's pull, I, I think he could find somebody. I, I don't find it hard there's indie female artists come out out of these woodworks all the time very talented rappers like i do believe like they could find somebody to do it like oh yeah but i mean this wasn't the song and i don't know if he wants to break into something like that either they might just like that cutesy where they do that nonchalant type of thing like the twice song just did and they might not rap rap like Chanmina or uh, I mean but I'm not asking for Chanmina I'm asking for Honoka I mean I mean that I mean that's two different yeah but I'm just saying for I'm not saying Chanmina but I'm saying they might not want rap like her yeah they might not want like Kodokumi can rap they might not you know and it's there's some artists who toy with it but can't really fully pull it off and I think very few people can because in the past, I've seen some J-pop singers toy with that idea, but they still can't fully Commit. pull it off. So it never seems like it's rap. And there are some of them are like R&B, R&B, and I don't want to name names, but there's a few who've tried and it just Does not. doesn't work. So I think that might be the other thing with something like this is no matter who you want to do it, they might not just have the ability to pull that off. 
especially if that's not their unique style, that's not the style they're used to, and that's something very difficult to do. Yeah. So that that's the only thing I see with that because there are very few people who can like really pull off that type of rap, and like LOL can pull it off, but I feel like they also honed those skills for years oh, yeah. too if they didn't have them before, whereas. SKE, they'd have to really make them do that over and over, and I don't know if they're really going for that. Uh, but I mean, but I, they keep flirting with the idea. That, that's that's the that is the thing that gets me. Is is I, well, I know you say like all they, of them are though. All the a lot of if you look at Japanese music industry right now, they're all groups and even artists in general have been toying with that rap idea but they never go through with it and Kodokumi did that on her latest album and she can rap which you don't hear often and you know Nishino Kana did that um Katamelia did that you know I mean I I can name artist after artist who toy with it some of them do it some of them don't but it's very rare that you see them fully fully go through with it and I don't know if Akimoto is ready to make that commitment just yet I don't know i i think he wants to be more popular in korea than what he is and i think he's i think that's why we're seeing the experimentation with the akb and ske because these 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 groups do have reach they do have a korean base and i think they really want to tap into that korean market so they keep flirting with this idea because they know that it's really popular in korea but I, i'm one of those people where it's like stop flirting with it if you're going to commit commit if you're not going to commit then stop flirting with it because all you're doing is being a giant tease We'll put it that way. And and that that drives me crazy because I'm like, because now you supplanted that idea in my head that they could do this and i really really want to hear it and i i, I know this I, is selfish, i'm still not but I don't sold care. that they can i will say the one thing with korea hires people they go through training for years just like akb and that do and you know all the other idol groups however when korea also hi- hires people they specify which person is going to be what in a group so you got your vocalist yeah. you got your sub vocalist you got your rapper you got your sub rapper and they all stick to what they do and four minute is a perfect example of of that just to use a smaller group on scale you know 21 um you know stuff like that i feel like even girls generation they didn't rap they toyed with that idea the whole time they had the career and they might have done a little bit of like how twice did their rap but they never fully rap and they always toyed with it but they never never really did it because they weren't that type of group and i think maybe later and i got a boy they did it's been a little while yeah because i i i I was half and half on Girls' Generation, depending on their, their years. But, like, I can see them just doing it with SKE. It's just not fully going through with it and just kind of hinting yeah. at it and doing a little bit here and there, but not fully doing but, the whole thing. I just can't see but, Akimoto pushing for that because it just is so out of place. And even this was a very change in style that this song didn't know what it wanted to be. It didn't know if it wanted to be hip-hop, if it wanted to be pop. It didn't know if it wanted to be idol. It was, like, all over the place that I just couldn't even categorize. It. Yeah, I, I picked up. You and Ken don't like that this hybrid genre thing that's going on. It does not bother me not one bit. But the, if they do it right, I like it. Yeah, and that's, that's the, the key. Thing. Well, and the other thing that I will lobby against this song is it has very, very significant flow issues. Just the way like the music yes. goes. It doesn't smoothly connect from one segment to another. It, 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 that was my other. It's kind of is really it jarring flowed, transitions. And if, if it flowed. Probably wouldn't have hated it as I, I would have liked it maybe a little bit more and had better things to say about it. Because I, I also wasn't, the rap did feel out of place in general. It didn't feel like it went with the song by how the music was. Yeah. So I do agree. I wasn't actually a fan 
of the rappers, not just because I, I do enjoy rapping songs, but it just, the place it was did not fit it, it, in the songs. It, it doesn't fit and at all. And the, no, I, it, I it like wouldn't to, fit anyway. I actually really liked, like, the chorus and the verses, but, like, like there's this interchange in between. It, it, it doesn't work at all. And you have this really out-of-place rapping. It, it, it doesn't fit in the song. It feels, in some ways, tacked in. And I'm not saying that's what they did, but that's what it sounds like. And it just, it, it just, this song lives up to its name. It's very frustrating to listen to yep and i, I never really to it again really it wanted to like the song sit through it a second time and then i accidentally left my laptop and then the dance move part played so it played a third time and then i'm like i gotta stop this i can't do it and i i, I did i like the dancing i i i think the dancing, the dancing was, really was great good. so the dancing was the best part and Easily. if it was on mute that's fine <laughs> but the song itself just a frustrating yeah, mess yeah it, it's it's a mess and it, i these numbers I don't I don't know how to interpret these numbers because they're really bad. It's SKE and the girls had amazing dance moves, so people might have bought it to watch the dance moves. Yeah, well, no, I, I mean they're bad though because I mean you look at um oh, what was the song that came out last year? Punchlines, uh, Ikinari Punchline did over a million. Now I know that was um, yeah. So you can see that this one is yeah. probably hardcore fans really buying this. It's only the hardcore fans. A whole of everyone. So I I hope I want to see what they're gonna do next just because this just did not work very yeah. well and i think akimoto's looking at it thinking that nope that did not yeah, go over well sales wise so it's i want to see not that what good. their next single will be so so to to, to put us um to uh, pen in what we're talking about the actual points that they accumulated was 321,272 which for anybody is an amazing week but for the 48 brand especially SKE who's really been in those higher those upper echelons this is not good this is not a number I'm certain Akimoto wants to see so uh, maybe he needs to go back to the drawing board or something I I don't know it, it's been I'll say 2019 has not been a good year for Akimoto at least not the 48 brands 46 brands they're having a fantastic year, but his 48s are not doing good. So we'll uh, have to wait and see how all this shakes out in the long run. But yeah, that's pretty much it. That brings our show to a close. Thank you so much for joining us this week. And thank you so much for joining me, Luna. Oh, anytime. This was a interesting week. We're disappointed Ken couldn't be here, but we're also excited for him that he ex- he is in Japan enjoying it and having fun. Yeah, we're sad he can't so. be here, but we're more jealous that we're not with him, I guess, would be the best way yes. of putting it because we'd much rather i mean speaking frankly i love the show it means a lot to me but i'd much rather be where he's at and doing this so well if we were in japan i'm sure we'd be in a show over there live yeah. live streaming it so oh, but yeah. we are we hope you enjoyed tonight's show because it was a lot of fun even though it was dos compadres hope we kept you entertained and you had you got some good news and some recommendations out of this yeah and thank you so much for joining us you can follow our affiliates Kyoru, Kyoru Hunter who has just landed back in America he was our former living the box but we're, we're gonna have to figure out a new moniker for him because he is no longer in Japan he is officially moved back to the states so America yeah have you had the Sorry, chance to yeah. Go visit him yet? I have not. Um, 
it's been very busy for both of us. I think he's still getting assimilated back here. Yeah, I saw his I saw and, his uh, reverse uh, reverse culture shock posts, which I thought yes, were and you should follow him on Twitter because he is hilarious. Um, I catch his tweets at work and I'll peer over my phone and look, and I am dying laughing because they make my day and they make they put a smile on my face when I read them. So yeah, so yeah, you can follow Kyo on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Hunter. His Twitter handle is Kokusai Kyoryu. So he has a little different handle, but if you type in Kyoru Hunter, he still pops up. So you are able to find him. And you can also check out Timber Taft, who is a streamer as well. He streams at twitch.tv slash Timber Taft. And you can also follow him on Twitter at Timber Taft, capital T, capital T. I was trying to figure out the best way to say that because the because for the Twitter handles, you have to be precise it's not just if you type in timber taft i think you can find him but if you want his actual handle it's capital t ember capital t taft one word there's no hyphen or anything but yeah and you can follow our fellow co-host ken on the streets of tokyo as we speak at otyken1 on twitter and yeah he's going to be keeping you updated and posted on his trip so yeah we look forward to seeing the posts and the pics we're looking forward to it where can we find you luna you can find me on twitter at luna Maria 87 or you can find me on Instagram at Nerdy Collector Luna. I'm going to apologize now as I have not been active for the last couple months due to a lot of things going on in my life, but I'm going I'm hoping to change that after October once everything is done. <laughs> no, you're not alone. I haven't been on my Twitter in forever. It's like I check so. I check it to get notifications and that's it. So but still check out, you know, the pages. I do post a lot of media stuff or I have posted a lot of media stuff in the past. So if you're looking for anime recommendations, CD recommendations, or just hear my banter on Twitter, you can follow me. Yep. And you can find me at Ongaku Gray on Twitter. I'm I'm going to try to be more proactive about posting. I had an issue because with your Apple Music, you're, you can share from your app, from your music app to Twitter. And for whatever reason, like somehow like I got logged out of all that and I've not been able to log back in or figure it out. So I need to get that back up and running so I can start sharing with you guys what I've been listening to. So as soon as I get that figured out, I'll be back up and tweeting again. So just give it a little time. But yes, you can follow the show on Facebook, ongaku to you You can follow us on Twitter at ongaku to you You can email us at ongaku to you at gmail.com. We're on all streaming platforms. If you are watching this on YouTube, please like, share, and subscribe because, you know, it helps us know who's listening, who's watching. And if you enjoy the show, please comment. Tell us what you like and what you don't like. I think we used to do this and we got out of the habit of doing it. So we're going to try to pick this back up because feedback is how we're going to make the show better. So give us your feedback and your info. We are eager and willing to learn. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Gray. We'll see you next time. Thank you everyone for joining us for the episode tonight. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. This is Luna signing off. Jamatane.